What's up, everyone? Ursula here with the You Are Strong podcast, where we find strength in our struggle. Today, I am talking to you about the fact that I wanted my body back, how I was feeling blah, and what I did to start the ball rolling to get my body back. All right, guys, I never thought that I was going to be the one to say this because in my head, I was like, I'm always going to be fit. I'm always going to be in shape. I'm always going to eat right. I'm always going to work out. Hmm. Well, always isn't the case now, is it? (laughs) And we do go through waves and transitions in our lives. So never thought I would say this, but the beginning of 2023, I was saying, I want my body back. I want to bring sexy back. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Not that I wasn't. No, you know what? Let's be honest. I was not feeling sexy. I was feeling blah. I was not feeling like myself. So, you know, moving to a new place, of course, I wanted to try all the things here. I was eating goo-goo clusters and trying all the ice cream shops. And then I wasn't really working out as regularly as I did when I lived um, in Hawaii. So my workouts kind of slacked. And when I was in Hawaii, I had my workout partner, April, So even if I was feeling like kind of unmotivated to work out, I knew she was going to come over and we were going to do it together. So I missed my, my workout partner, my buddy, you know, like someone to hold me accountable. So basically I just started slacking in my eating habits as well as movement, moving my body. And then winter arrived, and if you listen to my last podcast, you know that I went through some seasonal depression, and I really had like zero motivation to work out. I remember this a while ago, my husband and I, we even when we had a more healthy lifestyle, um, because you know, there is that like 80-20 rule, like It's not like we never ate ice cream or we never ate a processed food, but that was like the 20%. (laughs) I think that kind of shifted a little bit, at least for me, um, when we moved here to Tennessee because of all the transitions and trying new things and not having my accountability partner. What happens after stress and when you're going through transitional times in in life, you're going to gain weight. And you're going to feel blasé and you're just not going to feel like yourself. Or at least I didn't. I didn't feel like myself. I was out of a routine. I was so used to being in a routine that this was an uncomfortable spot for me. And now I was in a place where I actually needed to lose some weight, which was also new for me because I had always been able to maintain my weight Although I've trained clients who have wanted to lose weight and inches, I had never actually been in that spot before. So again, new territory for Ursula. People here in Tennessee, my neighbors and people that would meet at the dog park, the topic of winter and gaining weight or whatever would come up. They might have thought I was crazy when I would say, I feel blah, I've gained weight since we've moved here. Because I think if you looked at me, I looked normal. However, I would say things like, I wish you knew me back, you know, back then when I lived in Hawaii and I, you know, I used to be a badass and 
I could have reinvented myself in the sense of just being okay with where I was physically in my body because people here knew me no other way. They had just met me this way. But I was just thinking back to how I was and how active I was and how in shape and not even aesthetically. So not even just the way I looked. It's just for me, it was more like I was like physically fit internally, cardiovascularly. I could lift heavy things and I just wasn't feeling like myself. I truly believe that God makes no mistakes and I feel so blessed that he placed myself and my family in this particular neighborhood, in this particular cul-de-sac that we live in because right across the street I have neighbors that kill it every single morning. They're out there working out at like 5.30 in the morning and I would walk past the doorway because we have like a little glass I can see basically out my side of my door and I see their garage door open. I see them killing it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Ursula, dang, they're out there killing it. Like I need to get out there. So unknowingly to them, they helped push me to get my butt back in gear just by seeing them out there killing it in their garage gym. I started slowly, but I was like, I'm gonna put myself on a six week program and I, and honestly, to, you know, again, being super raw and real, I had like come up with a six week program before winter time for myself. Did I do that shit? No, I did not. But again, I went through like super depression, like phase. And so giving myself grace for that. But this time come January, I was like, no, I'm getting back into it. So I put a six week program together for myself and I went out there and I was in the garage gym. I was jogging again. And I had this realization around April. I had this realization, man, Ursula, the story that I'm sharing with my neighbors and people that I first meet here in Tennessee is I wish you knew me back then. I wish you knew me when I was a badass. That's some serious negative self-talk. And so I had to point the finger at myself and say, Ursula, you need to stop. That's not only the story that I'm telling other people. When you verbalize that, that's what you're telling yourself. F that. I still am a badass and every piece of me that used to be is still inside of myself. Like I still have the discipline. I still have the motivation. I still have the routine. I still have the inspiration. I still have the camaraderie of people. Now they may not be actually working out with me, but I have my cheerleaders. I have my neighbors next door that work out. I have neighbors down the road that said, hey, let's all go do a 5K together that I went and did a 5K with in January. So even though I didn't have my workout partner like physically here with me, doing the workouts with me, I still was in this bubble of people who were living healthy lifestyles. And that was inspiring for me. And that was the part that I needed to recognize as well as I needed to stop the negative self-talk. And I needed to instill hope within myself. 
one of my purposes I feel in this life is for me to instill hope and support others, but I needed to like give that back to myself. So here, what I want you to think about is what story are you telling people? When you meet someone new, what do you say to them? Are you like dogging on yourself? Are you being a Debbie Downer about yourself? Think about the words that come out of your mouth. Think about the ears that are hearing those words. Do you have little ones at home that maybe hear you talking about yourself in this way? I could have chose to continue to live in the I used to be, I once was. Oh well, I gained this weight and I'm just, since I've already gained it, I'm just, it's not gonna go anywhere. It's gonna take forever to go anywhere. I'm getting older. It's gonna be harder for me to get this weight off. I could have went down that spiral. Would that have made me happy in the end? No, because I was already feeling blah is honestly how I can describe it. Because again, physically the way I looked when I looked at myself in the mirror, I knew my body had changed. But it wasn't even so much that. I mean, yes, that is a piece of it. But the other piece that for me was the driving force to kick my own butt in gear was how I felt internally. And again, the only word that comes to mind, and I know it sounds funny, but it's just blah, when you just feel like, whoa. (laughs) And I freaking don't like to feel that way. I started with baby steps, that 5K in January, and I actually got my neighbor involved because she had said one of her goals for 2023 was to run a 5k I'm like let's run this 5k together partly for her so she could do her first 5k but honestly I was being a little selfish in hey let's do this 5k so at least I get my butt you know doing something so it was for me just as much as it was for her and then I created a six-week program for myself. I started doing that, being more consistent with getting back into the groove of moving my body. And yeah, I have a garage gym and I do like to lift weights. So I was lifting, but I also left room for movement in regards to just like dancing and having fun and nothing choreographed, not like Zumba class or anything like that, like just dancing and like, having a little dance party for myself, and that was my cardio some days. I think the easiest thing to start with is moving your body. And so once I kind of got into that groove, I started to be slightly more aware of what I was putting in my body. Now, if you've followed me on any of social media, like for the most part, I eat healthy. But like I said in the beginning of this, I do like to have ice cream, I like to have cookies, Um, I do drink alcohol every now and then. So I wasn't really cutting that out. Oh, and pizza on Friday nights. Yes, love me some pizza. I I can throw down on a pizza pie. I really took some serious baby steps there because I wanted to have my treats when I wanted to have them. So I started to get a little bit more into the 80% eating healthy again and then the 20% treats. So mid-April... I did start feeling better. I had that discipline of like, I'm going to work out. I'm going to, you know, eat every three hours. I wasn't fully tracking every single thing that I ate, but I did do my own calories and macros. So I was following that slightly. Come mid-April, 
I started to feel like I needed a little bit more accountability because I started slipping when it came to the eating habits. I said I was tracking loosely, but then I started to not really track any longer. And then, you know, those Friday nights with pizza, and then Saturday I'd have some ice cream, and I wasn't really seeing any drastic changes, and I was coming close to the end of my six-week program that I had put together for myself, and I realized I need to kick it up into high gear, and I need to be more accountable to someone else because just being accountable to myself was not allowing for me to reach the goals in the time frame that I wanted to reach them. I literally need to answer to someone <laughs> to make sure that I get this done and to really like hone in on ensuring that my goals were going to be met. For me, when I work with somebody and I have to answer to someone, like I know I'm going to do it because I like to be the A plus student. I want to make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And when I have to check in with somebody, I am way more likely to get it done and to do it. I decided to hire a coach and this is a coach that I worked with back in 2016. He was helping me back then build muscle and now I was like hey remember me from 2016 where I was like super ripped and I needed to like build muscle yeah well now I need to like shed the fat around these muscles <laughs> so you can see my muscles again and he is just amazing and I just really love how he is direct straightforward like no bs because that's what I need so here what I am trying to get across is what do you need to truly like reach your goal? So what story are you telling yourself and telling others? Thinking about that story, is there validity to it? Is there truth to, to it? Is there some irrational beliefs or thoughts? Is there some old programming that you're living by that no longer serves you? Think about that. And then think about who you need in your circle to help you in creating the story that you want to live here and now. There are obviously times that we're going to fall off the track. But you know what? Another train is going to be coming and you can get right back on. And that's what I feel like I did in the beginning of this year and I'm continuing to do. And I'm starting to feel more like myself again. That blah feeling. <laughs> Honestly, it's not even there. I'm, it's, I'm recording this mid-May and I started working out on my own, getting back into a routine in January, not even being super strict with my eating habits until end of April. And I feel so good. And you know what else? I'm in my early 40s and I've always had issues with Honestly, I mean, it's pretty much adult acne. Like my face still breaks out like a teenager. And I would just said to my husband today, I'm like, you know what? In, these, in this last month of really being on it when it comes to my workouts and really being more aware of what I'm putting in my body, you know, as it relates to food. And I've noticed a difference in my skin, I honestly don't even think I've had a zit in like the last month. <laughs> and so 
not only, again, is my body physically going back to what it once was, my skin is for the first time in forever, like not having breakouts. So that is just the added bonus that I wasn't even necessarily expecting. That is awesome. This is where I'm going to end today's podcast with the two main points in thinking about and listening to the story that you're telling other people, as well as finding what you need to help in holding you accountable. Do you need to phone a friend? Do you need to hire somebody? Do you need to just put it in your calendar and schedule it in? Are you good enough to just be accountable to yourself? What do you need to hold yourself accountable to your goals? And what story are you telling people about yourself? On the next podcast, I'm gonna dive a little bit deeper into self-discipline, old patterns, and how we sabotage situations. So stay tuned and I hope you join me next time on the You Are Strong podcast where we find strength in our struggles. If you enjoyed listening to today's podcast, please feel free to leave a rating and a comment. I would love to hear from you.